we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada. I'm here with my co-host, Armin. Armin, how you doing? I'm great, Eddie. How are you? I miss you here in studio. I know. It's been crazy. Coachella's this week. Unlike Lisa Renna, though, I'm not getting paid to go. I'm just going because I'm basic um, <laughs> and not elderly. So I've been getting stuff ready for that. You know, it's been crazy with work and Coachella prep. You know how seriously I take Coachella. You really do. You have your outfits lined up. You know exactly who you're going to see. You put a lot of time and effort in the preparation that I think a lot of other people don't do. And then their experience is worse for it. Yeah, no, I just over-prepare for Coachella. I'm, I'm, I take note after Vanessa and Hudgens. But we're not here to talk about Coachella. We're actually talking about some of the ladies who attended Coachella this year. And that is the ladies of Beverly Hills. So let's get into the episode because the real star of this episode, I think, is Lois, which is Lisa Rinna's mom. And if you guys don't follow Lisa Rinna on Instagram, right now go follow her because she's amazing. She's probably the best Instagram of all the housewives. She's hilarious. And Lois is a uh, frequent, uh, you know, cast member on her Instagram (laughs) story, I guess you could say. Lois is amazing. We've seen Lois throughout the seasons. But we learned a lot more about Lois uh, on last night's episode, and she is quite an amazing woman. And I know we'll get into it deeper, but I, I totally agree with you. She really was the star of this episode. But that's the end of the episode. First, they have a lot of fun. You know, they go to um, Next Health, which is something I've actually looked into. So there's like a Next Health location right in century city and it's like skin treatments vitamin treatments cryotherapy like all this like fun new agey like you know fun stuff like to make yourself look young beautiful and feel great and lisa takes her mom and her girls there and they go do everything it seems like yeah they had a great time i guess no, I really do feel like Lisa Renna is going to be me when I'm a parent because I'm totally going to, when I have the money and the means and the time, drag my kids, my mom, everyone to these like little hoop hop, goop gop, little shops, you know, and get my IVs done, get my like skin infused with some serums, freeze my fat off and I'll just come out looking like a new person. I'll be like Lisa Renna. Well, I've always Forever said that the, you and Rinna have a lot of similarities, especially your energy and your presence. Thank you. I take that as the highest compliment. And if you're saying that you can see yourself as Rinna as a parent, then I believe you because already I feel like you're kind of like in lockstep with Rinna's journey. Wow. That is incredible. I love it. And you know, I'm not down to do anything for a dollar. So if my kids aren't making money, I'm not making money. So I'm into the momager vibe. You know I share a birthday with Chris Jenner. This is, should not be news to you at all. The stars are aligning. Yeah, I can see you as a momager. You just need to find your Harry Hamlin. Yeah, we'll see about that one. That one's that one might take a bit. <laughs> Maybe it's Harry Hamlin. Later. You don't need to find your <laughs> yeah, Harry Ham- Hamlin. Just get Harry Hamlin. 
I just steal them from Lisa. She would hate me. I, I want to stay on good terms with, um, with LR, you know, we tight, we tight, <laughs> but, um, Lisa talks to Lois and they're going to be having a dinner for her with all the girls invited. So it's going to be everyone coming to spend time with Lois and kind of get to see her because she travels around a lot. She's not always in town. So it's good for her to reconnect with the ladies like and her daughter's friends. And Lisa really wants to share that time with her. Um, but before that party, we get another party. St. Camille is getting married in Hawaii and Kyle has so kindly offered to throw the wedding shower. Now a wedding shower is a hundred percent a real thing and is something that usually happens before a wedding. A puppy shower is a made up piece of garbage that bimbos who are trying to get on television create on Instagram stories. So I just wanted to make a clarification on the podcast in case anyone was wondering. A wedding shower is real. A puppy shower is not. Here's my question. Did Kyle Richards create a bunch of flyers on Instagram stories? Because if she didn't, then I am totally on Lisa Vanderpump's side. I get why she didn't show up. Where was her flyer? Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, No, it's all about a paperless post, a text message. That's an invitation. This. Kyle understands these ladies. It probably went through their team. There was at least an email that invited everyone to this party. This is Beverly Hills. This is WeHo. We need a flyer made on Instagram stories. Haven't you watched Vanderpump Rules? I'm sorry, but I would hope the women of Beverly Hills have a little bit more money and class than to make an Instagram story flyer to invite someone to a party. Ironically, it actually costs more probably to print out flyers than it does just to send emails. And but that's why Raquel is stupid. Yeah, that's um, why Raquel and James are where they're at. <laughs> the new Heidi and Spencer. Um, but everyone does show up at the party and everyone looks great, but the only person missing is Lisa Vanderpump. And Ky- uh, Camille notices and Kyle goes, well, I did invite her, I, I you know, I invited everyone to come to this event and Lisa doesn't show up. So Camille, well, everyone decides like, this is stupid. She should have showed up. Like it's your good friend. She has no beef with Camille at this point. And Lisa Renna is annoyed because Camille's just sweeping it under the rug. Like she always does. Like she's just like, Oh, missed you here. She's not trying to ruffle any feathers, especially with Vanderpump and I mean, I'm with Lisa Renna. I would have been like, yo, you were invited. Why aren't you here? This is a big day for me. And she especially hates the passive aggressiveness. Yes. It's not even just that she's sweeping it under the rug. It's that she actually is hurt by it. But Camille is instead choosing to be passive aggressive and sending that text that was what? What did she say? Like, oh, missed you dearly or something. Yeah, miss, that was it. Missed you dearly. Like, okay, miss you too. And Rinna is like, let's confront people. I I want to put everything out there. And for the sake of the show, I totally agree with Rinna. And in general, I agree with Rinna. The best thing to do is to communicate and uh, tell the other person how you feel. And if Camille is feeling hurt by it, then tell Lisa now so Lisa doesn't invite you to the Vanderpump Cocktail Garden's opening party later. You know she was angling. Camille didn't want to ruffle any feathers. She wants those free dinners at Pump, Sir, Tom Tom, Vanderpump Cocktail Gardens, and she got, got anyway because of those teeth comments. Should we talk about those teeth comments a little bit since we didn't pod last week? Um, 
Yeah. Camille. That was messy, Eddie. I I wasn't feeling that. Let's be real. I mean, I talked about it with Jessica on This Week in Bravo this week. True. And sometimes you can just drag your friends and be like, oh, yeah, that that dress looked terrible on them. Or, like, their teeth were funky. Like, I do that with my friends all the time, and I'm sure my friends do that with me. Like, I don't think it was, like, that bad. I just think it looked really bad because everyone's like, oh, poor Lisa Vanderpump. Like, she's wah, 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 the victim in this situation. And, like, honestly... Camille apologized at first, but then when Lisa turned on her on Twitter, she doubled down in the after show. I guess she made more comments about the teeth. I haven't watched it yet, but like. Oh, I need to watch this. That's so, great. Well, yeah, they're, they are on the outs. It looks like Lisa's on the outs with everyone now. Except for maybe Denise. Denise is like, she's playing the new the new cast member situation. And Lisa Vanderpump always, you know, jumps on it. She did it with Dorit. She does it with everyone. She did it with, you know, Brandy. She makes friends with the newbie because she's trying to build her army. And she's got to start from scratch now. So Denise is the only one that she has her back. She also thought she had Camille. But honestly, after this, I wouldn't be on Camille's side either. Yeah, no way. And I think she's losing that St. Camille moniker. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, talk, we'll get into that. So <laughs> after the party, there was the other party, which was... The dinner for the, Lois. The dinner for Lois. So this party starts off again talking about um, why Lisa Vanderpump didn't come to dinner. And Camille tells Kyle that Lisa said she was never invited. And Kyle goes, what? And Kyle goes, I left no stone unturned. I made sure that she was invited and she knew. Which makes me think that Lisa is a poor sport. It, it upsets me because it's really showing a bad side of Lisa Vanderpump that she's not even willing to make amends with these ladies because she feels like she's been hurt so bad. Which is like, if these people really cared, you really cared about these people and you really cared about a relationship with them, you would at least make the effort to make amends. I do not think Kyle was in the wrong at all for going over to Lisa Vanderpump's house. At all. All she was trying to say was, this is what the ladies are saying. I kind of believe it at this point because X, Y, and Z, you need to, like, let me know. Like, and you need to be truthful with me and you're not being truthful. I don't think she was in the wrong at all. And if you're trying to be like, oh, well, Lisa was having a good day because she got her um, <laughs> her bill repaired and they were trying to celebrate and, you know, Tom Tom and all that. Like, BS. If there's an issue, like Lisa Rinna says, Confront it head on because it's only going to get worse. Kyle went straight to Lisa. She wasn't going to wait and put the foot around it. She just wanted to get it out in the open so that it would be over. And now it's being looked at a bad thing. And I, I'm not for that. I actually have no problem with Kyle's transparency. I prefer that over being passive aggressive or just talking behind someone's back. But I can also see Lisa Vanderpump's side in terms of being hurt by your friend thinking you're a liar. And yeah. I posed the question to you when uh, we recapped the Goodbye Kyle episode. Wouldn't you be hurt if your friends thought that you were a liar and uh, you had released a story out on the tabloids if you were in the situation to do so? Yeah, I think you'd be upset, right, Eddie? I mean, I would be upset if my friends accused me of something like that. Yeah, I would be upset, but then I would go to my friends and be like, what the hell? Let's talk about this. What's the situation? And honestly, if I would have done something and all my friends were going to be against me, 
I'd be like, you know what? I made a mistake. If you guys want to believe that, let's believe that, but let's move on because I still care about you guys. I still care about our relationship and I don't want that to end. Lisa Vanderpump does not care. She cares more about her self, her persona and her image than she does about these relationships with these people. And that's where the problem lies. And that's, what's interesting is that Lisa Vanderpump has faced backlash before and the group has turned on her before season four and season six, I want to say. And in both instances, she stuck it out. She was there. She filmed with the other ladies, despite the fact that she was kind of going one against the world. Especially that one vacation when it was Yolanda and Brandy and Kyle, all of them against Lisa. And Lisa had enough strength, enough fortitude to withstand it but something is just different this year and i can't figure out what it is i don't have my finger on the pulse of that i mean maybe we'll figure it out one day if she ever decides to write it in like a tell-all book but until then we'll never know the truth maybe it really is eddie i know you want to discount the stress argument but maybe it really is the stress of opening up a new restaurant losing her brother all of this stuff kind of caving in on her and she's just never had to deal with maybe all of those kinds of things at once. And okay, she's, she's actually opening two restaurants, not just one, two. I mean, okay, I'll give, I'll give that. But, I mean, if the relationship still meant a lot to her, she would, even if there was stress, even if I was stressed, I would still make time for my friends to make them make sure those relationships were healthy. Yeah, it's not because a justification, day, just an explanation. No. Yeah, I exactly. It could be an excuse, but excuses are like assholes. Everyone has them. So Lisa <laughs> Vanderpump, you're not special. We still know you shit. Okay, so moving forward to the rest of the dinner with Lois. Uh, things got heated. Things got heated um, because Lisa Renna revealed that the reason Harry hadn't come to stop, hadn't come to dinner that night, was because he was glued to the TV because of the Kavanaugh hearing for the Supreme Court, which. We're not going to get into a bunch right now, but if you guys know, it was a huge story. Um, Dr. Christine, and how do you pronounce Dr. Christine Ford accused um, Supreme Court nominee Judge Kavanaugh of sexual assault when she was a teenager. And this blew up and there was a lot of, you know, back and forth about it, yada, yada, yada. We're not going to get into it because it was all over the news already. But... Camille has the um, opposing view to a lot of the ladies in the L.A. Beverly Hills area um, that she feels for Kavanaugh and she doesn't really believe Dr. Christine Blasey Ford. Now, Armin, what did you think about this? And more than that, she has the stance that if a woman does not tell a confidant that she was assaulted, then she is a liar. This is her hard line. And this is just utterly wrong. I don't care what part of the political spectrum you lie on. That is just factually wrong. And I think Camille is being disingenuous here. The fact of the matter is that Camille is pro-Kavanaugh, but she doesn't have the guts to say, I don't believe Dr. Blasey Ford because I'm pro-Kavanaugh, so she gets into a bunch of mental gymnastics and invents this theory that if a woman 
doesn't tell a boyfriend or a best friend or her mom or her dad, then she is a liar. And here is the fact of the matter. Every person handles assault, trauma, etc. differently. Just because someone does not confide in a friend or a relative immediately does not mean that the event did not occur. And Camille can't go and tell people how to react to assault and trauma. There is just no one way to handle that kind of situation. And we would later see in the episode that Lois herself had been assaulted. And we'll talk about that more in depth. But this was so utterly ignorant and gross. I really hated it. Like, come on, Camille. Just say I'm pro-Kavanaugh because I like Kavanaugh. And I don't want to believe Christine Blasey Ford. Don't go into this whole, I'm going to discredit any woman who ever comes forward after being silent for a period of time. Because you don't know how that trauma affected them. Yeah. And I'm glad Lisa Rinna stood up for women everywhere who have been assaulted. And I, I think she said it well at the end of the episode when she was basically like, at the end of the day, these women deserve to be believed because we don't know what they've been through. We don't know what they've been holding, you know, behind closed doors. Because sometimes it is so traumatic that it takes a long time to talk about. And that will just lead right into what we want to talk about next, which is um, Lois, Lisa Rinna's mother, and the experience that she had um, as a young woman. Uh, She was attacked by David Carpenter, who is also known as the Trailside Killer. Now, this was in the San Francisco Bay Area um, from the... He was his murders that he got convicted for. Um, He had about seven to 10 murder uh, victims. And this was between the uh, 1979 and 1981 was when he committed these crimes. Now this story with Lois happens in the sixties. So this was the first time that he ever went to jail. He and Lois worked together. He lured her into his car by letting her know that he wanted her to see his new baby. And she knew his wife. She knew him. Obviously they worked together. She trusted this man. She got into the car with him and then he started going by the Presidio. Now, if you, anyone knows anyone about San Francisco, like it's where I'm from. The Presidio is kind of like a really greeny grassy area Mm -hmm. on like the edge of the city. And there's like the army base, there's like military bases around the area in that area, like Angel Island, all that kind of stuff is located right there. And I think Park Presidio was formerly uh, a military base with a lot of military housing, right? Yes, that is correct. It also was a military housing location. So he took her there and straddles her in her seat and tries to stab her with a knife. Lois grabs the knife, gets it away, and he goes to grab a hammer and try to kill her that way. Now, luckily, since it's military area or military adjacent, they were in a place they weren't supposed to be in. And some military police came by and caught him before he could actually do anything too serious. And he was actually put in jail for six years because of this. And then would ultimately become a serial killer. But wow, what a frightening uh, experience. I can't even fathom what she went through. And... To expound upon kind of our our earlier conversation, Lois also revealed that she didn't tell her family about what had happened. And she had 
she told Lisa Rinna um, some other story. I forget the story. Do you remember what she told Lisa when Lisa was growing up about what had happened to her? Why she had, she had like, she has like a metal plating in her head now, right? Because of the injuries she sustained during the attack. Yes. I forget the details, but she told Lisa some sort of story. And so just to kind of tie this into our earlier conversation, it's very difficult to go public um, with these traumatic experiences. You don't know Mm -hmm. how people are going to react to it. You don't know if people are going to believe you, even though in this case, her attacker was caught red-handed and convicted. But even still, it is so difficult uh, to come forward with these kind of experiences because there are a variety of reasons, right? They can still be so raw. Um, you, you don't know how the recip- how the recipient of that information is going to take it and understand yeah, it. Yeah. And there's so many different factors that come into play. So even in the case of someone who you cannot deny experienced an, a, a sexual assault, there is still that fear to come forward. And that's why this uh, whole situation with Kavanaugh had resonated so deeply with Lisa Rinna. I think it's also pretty incredible that Lisa Rinna has gone her whole life without having to experience something like this. Um, But I love how, because she has been gifted with that story, that journey, that privilege of never having to deal with something like this, that she's using that voice and that power to fight for those who feel like they don't have a voice. And I feel like that's really what it comes down to at this point is that sometimes when someone experiences trauma this great, they feel like they're alone. They feel like no one will understand that their either experience is too much for someone or not enough. They almost feel like an imposter. Like, you know, mine wasn't that bad. So, you know, it, it's, it doesn't need to be talked about. But Lisa Renna is kind of standing up and being like, you know what? there's people here like me who are willing to help you, who are willing to understand, who are willing to listen. And you have support. It is out there. You have support and it's out there. And I think at the end of the day, that's what Lisa Renna was trying to explain to Camille, to her mother, to everyone. And I, I think it was a really touching, beautiful note to end the episode. Oh, by I the way, she- we, we missed something. We skipped on something. There was a Kim Richards sighting just maybe to end on a lighter note. And we also forgot to talk about Erica because she's been missing. <laughs> oh, right. Well, yeah, she was missing. That's why. But she did get her head knocked in rehearsals and she may have gone to concussion. That was kind of insane. Yeah. And I love how she's just so gung-ho about this. I didn't get to go see the Pretty Mess tour. I wish I did because it looks like it was freaking amazing. But I love how dedicated. It's very Beyonce homecoming. <laughs> she's giving it her all. Let's not let's not compare Erica Jane to Beyonce. Look, love Erica Jane. Actually, uh, saw her at Vulture Fest a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. and you did not, even though you had a ticket to go see her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But she is no Beyonce. Yet we still root for Erica Jane. We still root for Erica Jane. (laughs) Can't make the comparison to Beyonce though. I can't go. I can't go quite that far. Well, I can. Well, thoughts on the Kim Richards sighting, by the way. Kim Richards and Kathy Hilton. They showed up. They happened to be at the same restaurant. You know I love Kim Richards. I love Kim Richards. You do. You do. I mean, she's been through a lot, but I, you know, she's good people. Do you think there's a chance that Lisa Rinna and Kim Richards can reconcile? Because, as you know, 
they left things in a bad place after the whole reunion incident where Kim handed Lisa Reno the bunny back. And Lisa didn't want to say hi to Kim, so she just gave her the cold shoulder, didn't greet her. Uh, I know we saw in the previews that they are going to talk this season. Do you think they, they will reconcile? Um, I think they'll reconcile. I think things will get blown over. I really do, but still. Ugh, I love the rivalry, though. I would love it if they are beyond the point of reconciliation and they just continue to beef and we get more Kim Richards. I mean, I would love Kim Richards to come back, but I don't think it's good for her mental health or sure. anything else. But, um, but I mean, I, I'm excited to see what happens when they get into the head-to-head next episode. I'm excited to see all of it. I mean, Beverly Hills, without Vanderpump, is stepping up to be a pretty good show. Well, so. it looks like Dorit and Teddy are going to beef, Erica and Teddy. Uh, a lot is going to go down. It looks like Puppygate is behind us, and there's going to be new feuds forming. So it's going to be fun, I think. I am very excited to see the rest of the season, as I bet you are. And if you guys don't want to miss a single recap that we do about this season, I know we missed last week, but we will not miss any more. Please make sure you are subscribed on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify for BH and New York and Vanderpump. We do it all, people. And This Week in Bravo, which is a fun weekly recap of the Bravo news outside of the shows in the real life bravo verse and you guys want to follow along with the conversation or check out our fun little posts make sure you guys follow us on twitter and instagram by searching hot and bravo h-o-t in b-r-a-v-o-d armin how can they find you at armin mahram and i'm at eddie underscore strata we'll see you guys next week